0: Your Money Replay from Money FM 89.3 Influence with Michelle Martin on Your Money only on Money FM 89.3. You are listening to Singapore's most influential radio station. And in this part of the show, we sit across the movers and shakers in the business world. This is Influence, a fireside chat. And today I sit across Chris Rogerson, Regional Vice President for Inmarsat Aviation, APEC. They're a leading provider of satellite communication solutions for airlines, operators, and passengers worldwide. They keep people connected. At about 35,000 feet in the sky. And they're acknowledging the importance of meeting the evolving demands of Generation Z. That's a generation born between 1997 and 2012. And of course, the next gen, those born after 2010. So, what are the needs of uh, what's gr- increasingly becoming the largest group of airline passengers worldwide? Next gen and Generation Z put together. These are digital natives born with connectivity at their fingertips, soon to become the aviation industry's prime customer base so we're going to find out what Inmarsat aviation understands of the spending and the behavioral habits of this particular group and what corporations need to understand about these habits to keep uh, their loyalty as well first up welcome to influence chris watcherson
1: hi michelle thanks for having me on
0: good to have you here so what do you think airlines need to understand about gen z in particular to keep their business
1: yeah, and I think it's, it's a really interesting transition that we're seeing in, in the industry. So obviously with these digital natives. So to your point, these Gen Zs that are born sort of 1997 to 2012, I mean, and this is really the, the first demographic that was born with a smartphone in their hand. They've known nothing differently. So they're expecting to be connected everywhere they go and with the kind of high quality connection that they're getting on the ground. So really what the airlines need to understand is that these natives are fueled by technology. They demand to be connected. They demand to have the type of applications that they want to be able to be using on the ground as well as in the air. And they they don't expect to have a gap in that kind of service.
0: Yeah, I was reading a 2016 survey actually um, that inmarsat commissioned that said uh, the younger generation was more willing to give up an alcoholic drink on air for <laughs> connectivity. <laughs> you know, it's that important. Uh, what are key considerations now when Generation Z look at deciding which airline to travel on?
1: So I think I think historically, whenever that kind of research was done, you know, things like ticket price was always number one. Mm. You know, the safety of the airline was always number one, number two. And and i think those are absolutely still concerns but more and more we're seeing coming out of this research that actually having access to a, a good quality high-speed wi-fi connection is actually driving choice and driving that decision point for the uh, for those passengers and i think there's a couple of things that are driving that um first of all you know we are seeing that rise in that demographic. And, you know, we certainly see that around 70% of these passengers aren't necessarily making their lifestyle choices, i.e. what they're going to do for their next destination before they get onto the aircraft. So we see there's a massive opportunity for the airlines to take advantage of that. And then second of all, you know, like I say, the, the, these airlines haven't typically had a good quality Wi-Fi connection on board those planes in the past, okay? So really today we're only seeing around 40% of all airlines having internet enabled aircraft today so as that trend starts to increase and we start to see more and more likelihood of getting onto a plane that has an internet connection on then really you'll start to see that that demand and really the demand is the key the passengers are going to demand to have this available to them.
0: How are airlines in APAC doing when it comes to meeting connectivity on planes?
1: So the the trend that we saw typically was that in in, in North America, it was the first region to really start to to drive that implementation of in-flight Wi-Fi now we're seeing that really move into the asia pacific region and and we see market leaders so singapore airlines have been offering in-flight wi-fi for a long time we see air new zealand taking up in-flight wi-fi and interesting Air new zealand have moved to a completely free of charge model for their passengers which is a challenge that we're going to see within the airline industry but it's not only the full service carriers we're also seeing low-cost carriers are also moving into the in-flight wi-fi region so air Asia is a fantastic example they they have been offering some kind of in-flight wi-fi since 2014 and now they're really moving to the, the next generation so if i liken it to the mobile phone industry moving from 3g mm. to 4g you know the 5g style connections and and this is the kind of speed and demand that these these young gen z digital natives are really going to, to, to be demanding
0: Yeah, I just want to pick up on something you mentioned. Do do Generation Z passengers expect their Wi-Fi increasingly to be free or are they willing to pay for it on board?
1: I don't think anybody wants to pay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) None of us really want to pay. And I I think that the the, the real dynamic that we're seeing, and I liken it very much to what happened in the hotel industry, Mm. is that at the very beginning, hotels started to offer Wi-Fi, but they charged for it. Yep as it started to move more more pervasive, a bit more um, integrated, is they then started to give it free for certain members of their, you know, whether it's the high-value tier customers. And then we saw really, as that really became a high-penetration market, then the hotels had to go full free. So mm. now you don't really pay for hotel, ho- Wi-Fi in a hotel. And I certainly see that happening with the airlines. So today... You know, airlines, some are offering a completely full free service as some of these real market leader digital innovators so Air New Zealand is a great example of that just got voted the number one airline in the world recently um, and part of that study brought out innovation in terms of their cabin offering for that but other airlines are starting to play around with the model somewhat, so Singapore Airlines as a good example in this region mm-hmm. is they'll give you free Wi-Fi depending on where you're sitting in the plane so if you're sitting up front in business first class, they'll probably give you a bit of extra for free or if you're a high tier um, you know, loyalty member, then you probably get a bit for free as well. But I certainly see over the next five to ten years as as free in in certain flavours becoming the new normal.
0: Chris Rogerson, Regional Vice President for Inmarsat Aviation APEC, joining me in Influence this morning. So Inmarsat conducted research with the London School of Economics, and uh, that showed up some of Gen Z's loyalty patterns. What else do you think airlines need to understand about Gen Z? That's relevant to, you know, them keeping their market share.
1: Absolutely. And I think when we touched on it earlier is that these, these Gen Zs and digital natives are demanding to be connected. And I think that the, the airline model is slowly changing in terms of we know that airlines are under margin pressure. We know that they're looking for revenue streams from other areas. So whether it's ancillary revenues, typically they'd always talk about baggage, they'd talk about seat selection. But actually we find that, and and the type of services that the Gen Z demographic is going to give them, is by having a high quality Wi-Fi connection on board the aircraft, it means that the airlines can actually start to sell these type of services to the passengers when they're on the seat. And if you think about a captive audience for an airline, someone actually physically strapped into an airline seat looking at a screen or looking at their smartphone absolutely that you know these kind of advertising services or whether it's destination services and interestingly like i said before 70 percent of gen zs typically don't make those destination choices so whether it's booking a hire car or booking a travel experience at their destination you know they, they haven't booked those before they've got onto the aircraft and 70 percent of those interviewed said that they would probably make that decision based on having a wi-fi enabled aircraft
0: so you basically have a last minute traveler needing to make a lot of uh, preparations online so online shopping and connectivity there being uh, a real factor for airlines to tap on then
1: Absolutely. And, you know, I think airlines have a really good understanding of their passengers in the booking flow. They Mm. have a really good understanding of them when they're checking in. They obviously know where the passengers are traveling to, but there's always been this big vacuum of a gap where they have no interaction digitally with that passenger whilst they're on the plane. Mm. So if you think about if they can really connect those dots and have that passenger fully connected, they can start to maybe offer... Targeted services, and I think Gen Zs are very much targeted. So you need to understand that you can't just push any service to these these people. You know, you need to understand what kind of services they want to do, and whether they're flying. Let's say they're flying to Bangkok and they want to have an experience in Bangkok. You can actually target those kind of services and bring in those third party companies to really make sure that that offer is is specific to that destination.
0: So, what else from that LSC study can you share? I understand Gen Z from Asia are the least cost sensitive travel a group globally
1: yes and i think one of the reasons why we're seeing such a high growth is that i mean we have a high growth of the the middle class and, and gen z's are going to be a big contributor towards that in asia pacific we see that even more so mm-hmm. over the next 20 years we're seeing around a fivefold, fold to 500 increase in that growth of the middle class and if you compare that to other regions around the world in europe it's only one or two percent growth and actually in the us we're seeing a decline in that number so really these guys um, and you know even though it's a growing middle class they tend to have a bit more propensity to spend equally we see the rise of the low-cost carriers in the region so they're really making travel affordable not just for the middle class but affordable for all.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And One of the findings from the research also showed that uh, Gen Z's in Asia are likely to spend four dollars more per passenger on in-flight e-commerce than the global Gen Z average of twenty six dollars. So, do we have any, you know, insight into why Asians are more willing to spend from uh, compared to to the same generation of different regions?
1: Yeah, I think I'd go back to talking about this this rise of the middle class. Um, so, we're really just seeing like more that,
0: at their disposal.
1: We're really seeing that. Yeah, and we're really seeing that come through. So, you know, people are, and it's not just disposal. That's one part to it, but also the the middle class have a much higher desire to travel, desire to see the world desire to see different places so the airlines really can really tapping into that by offering offering different destination services right offering different modes of transport so you know and like i said say lccs are low-cost carriers are a really high growth area i mean we're, we're seeing around forty eight thousand new aircraft being delivered globally in the next 20 years mm-hmm. and around 40 percent of those aircraft are coming into the asia pacific region okay and a, a big growth driver of that number is is that the smaller we call narrow body aircraft right, which are you typically used by by low-cost carriers. So, I mean, Take Air Asia is a great example. They have the largest order with Airbus out there for new aircraft. So, really, I mean, it's, it's a really good indicator in terms of the demographics of the travel profiles that we're seeing. And Gen Z's digital natives are really going to be the driver of that growth.
0: So, given what Imah understands of uh, Gen Z's in evolving demands, what what is the, the future for what you will be providing airlines in terms of connectivity? Give us some insight around the corner.
1: Absolutely. So, you know, inmarsat has a, we're a satellite provider. So we launch high throughput satellites, and really, what we see is it's, it's very it's very comparable to what we need to see on the ground. We need to make sure that there's enough capacity out there to be able to satisfy this insatiable demand for data. Um, you know, the usage profile of a passenger on an aircraft is. is very similar to what the usage profile is going to be for that passenger on the ground. So in Marsat, we, we launch satellites. We're launching eight new satellites over the next seven or eight years. And really what we need to do is make sure that wherever those airlines are flying, there's, first of all, coverage. So they're, they're going to have Wi-Fi coverage for those passengers. And also we need to make sure that there's going to be enough throughput, as in enough capacity available within our network to be able to make sure that the data demands are met for the passengers.
0: And, and safety as well of the transmission of that data.
1: Safety is absolutely paramount. Yeah. Um, absolutely. And, and you know, there there are very very clear firewalls between what you can offer in the cabin versus what you can offer in the cockpit okay and for very good safety reasons they're very very firmly split down the line so the the security of our network you know we take data security very seriously at InMarsat and absolutely that's the number one um, priority list for us.
0: So on the ground we're talking about 5G and what that will enable Um, are you already looking at 5G in the skies?
1: So we the the goal for us is to offer a comparable service in the sky to what the customer is going to get on the ground. Mm. Obviously, a challenge with a satellite that's 37,000 kilometres from Earth, um, you know, is slightly different to the challenge that you see by building base stations on the ground. But absolutely, we we see the, the demand, and it's coming through very clearly from those passengers that they expect to have the same type of experience that they get on the ground before they leave, to what they get in the air when they're flying.
0: Fascinating. Well, thank you for joining us this morning. Chris Rogerson is Regional Vice President for Inmasat Aviation APEC in Influence. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SBH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.